Welcome to Overflow, the podcast exploring what is and is not inherently visible about those who build with Webflow. I'm Matthew Munger from the Webflow community team, and in each episode, we highlight the unique perspectives, passions, and experiences that fuel the creative mind of our guest. From Wari, Nigeria, we are joined by community program manager, Timothy O.V. Timothy has a passion for training community leaders, including helping designers realize their impact on others. Plus, he is a recent finalist for both the Community MVP and Community Leader of the Year. In this episode, we'll learn how his love of music, talking, and helping others led to empowering designers and developers to go from content creators to community leaders. Featuring Timothy O.V., this is Overflow. Hey, Timothy, it's a pleasure to speak with you today. Hi, my team. Super excited to be here. Let's get started. Can you share a little bit about yourself? I'm a program community manager. So basically, my whole career has evolved around marketing, content, and community. So basically, spent the past five to six years in the tech industry, moving from a content writer to a marketing and communications manager to currently now building a a community for community managers or people who build communities in Africa because it's kind of like a new industry in Africa whereby people mm-hmm. usually get into the industry not purposely but through maybe hosting events and maybe just championing any products they usually find themselves using. What is the tech scene like there in Nigeria? Okay, so basically it's kind of bubbling right now. So it's currently at this era whereby People are not building a lot of stuff to be able to solve local problems that are facing um, Africa. So I think one thing has been bubbling right here is around the payment space. So we really find it difficult to make payments, make international payments. So maybe get money across to Africa, maybe get money outside of Africa. That's really like a crazy thing in Africa right now. So that's what most people are building right now. So developers are coming together to build various infrastructure to power the next FinTech, right? Building various infrastructure mm-hmm. to power the next problems that we are facing here in Africa. So right now, say we are at this growth stage whereby most people are currently building while we solve local challenges. Can you describe what is life like there in Wari, Nigeria? That's a very, very interesting question because <laughs> there is there is foreign narrative around war in Nigeria. You can see online most times. It's mostly known for oil, right? So basically, it's like an oil producing state, crude oil, as I'm talking about. So basically, most people who work down here are maybe mostly working in the oil industry. Time changes right now, so when I got more people uh, moving towards the tech space because that has been like a growing stuff here in Africa, Nigeria, and to going to work in a small agency or going to work in a medium-sized organizations and stuff like that. So yeah, it's like a nine-to-five thing here with literally little nightlife. <laughs> what do you really enjoy about living there and why? Okay, it's the simplicity of the city and also I would say the cost of living. <laughs> What is the population size there? In the city, you are looking at 2 million people in the city. Wow. So the state which the city is in is kind of 6 million in population, like 2 million is in the city. Yeah, that's that's large. That's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you go out and you're not like leading community events and things, where what places do you like to visit around the city? Where do you like to go? 
if I'm not leading the community and doing event, I'm basically doing yeah. a bit of entertainment. The other side of me, which is not like the tech part, right? I usually somehow manage um, artists and also help in marketing and promotion for musical talent, right? So if I'm out yeah. there, I'm usually visiting clubs, visiting um, lounge, visiting fast food and restaurants whereby they have this side attraction for music. This other interest in helping helping artists, where'd that come from? I think basically, I started in the industry, I think that was actually back 2016, 2017. At that time, we don't really have the kind of enabling environments for you to try, for you to build a career on top of, right? So basically, I met someone. Can I give a shout out to, give me a yeah. big shout out to Inya Boyeji, co-founder of Andela and um, Flutter with. I reached out to him at some point and say, hey, Chief, what's up? I would love to learn digital marketing nano degree, right? A nano degree from university on digital marketing, but the cost is kind of way too high. I don't know if you could be able to cover the cost for me. So the fact yeah. that he did respond, we did a little back and forth and he sent the money across. Like he did that for me at that point. And that was what I needed to like take the next step in my career. When it did that, I kind of like, if someone could be able to support me at this stage, which I really having no relationship with me, that means I should be able to do that in the coming year. So basically, that really is a broader part of supporting people and finding the best way possible to help anyone why they build their career or why they are building any amazing stuff. It's amazing that people, there are people out there who so selflessly give of themselves to really invest um, in others and see them early on kind of find their feet, find their place um, and, and head towards the version of success for them. Did that experience with him, did that kind of inspire you to get involved in community and helping others? Yeah. So at a point I was really calling it like, do building communities or maybe supporting people, maybe advocating for people. I just saw it as a way of life for me at that point. Like it's normal for you to just create support like that. So, but from that moment, I get to understand that this is something larger than you, right? So yeah, that was like a great um, pivot point for me to take this as, hey, what's up? This is something I have to do, not just like a feeling whereby just naturally, but this is something you have to take seriously and find a way to support others. Can you describe what, where do you normally work? What does it look like? Do you have any kind of views of the city or, or something? I mostly work from my home, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, there's one thing about me. I love everywhere being dark, <laughs> no lights. And just, it gives me this focus on my screen while working. And my windows is kind of giving me the view of the streets. But most times I usually close off the window to <laughs> avoid the light and maybe some distractions from what is happening around. So, but yeah, I really love my environment. is like a type of dark environment where there's little or no light around it. Mm. So a very, a very focused space. I have like an empty desk. So everything on my desk is just my laptop, an external screen, an external keyboard, mouse, and just like a clean empty desk, right? Okay. So that's just like a clean space. Do you listen to any music while you work? Oh, yeah, I do. I love. I start getting distracted, right? There are usually a particular artist I usually love playing, right? So that just keeps me focused and just do the work. Do you have any kind of other hobbies or interests that you like to do? I think I have one. The hobby should be talking. I love talking. I love talking and hanging out with people. So if there's a hobby, I think that would be mine. <laughs> I just love, <laughs> I love talking a lot. Uh, once I love doing is just like getting into a conversation or trying to spark conversations 
around people. So just get your people's opinion and thought around various issues and various prominent topics around the environment and the city at that time. So that's one. I think if that's a hobby, yeah, that's my hobby. <laughs> your hobby is talking to people. <laughs> yeah, talking to people, making a connection, nice. hanging out with people. Yeah. And for interest, I think um, my most interest right now is around the music and also around community. That's two big interests. Yeah. My interests are around music and community. Music and community and talking. Yeah, I'm talking. <laughs> and talking about both of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Timothy, tell me, what is your role? And can you describe kind of more in depth what it is you do? So currently, I'm um, head of community at a Community Lead Africa. So it's a community for people who are community managers, developer relations, um, dev advocates in Africa. So what I'm doing right now at our current role is to enable that we create a lot of education, create a lot of support for community managers based in Africa. From doing events to doing workshops to rolling out content and articles around building community. So my role entails mostly on education and support and interacting with other community managers to create support for other community managers. So just like creating this bridge for community managers and just support mm-hmm. all around it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just like my day-to-day. <laughs> yeah, training other community leaders. Is this anything like what you imagined you might be doing at this time? If I'm to look like two years back, my thought uh-huh. was at this particular time, uh, I'll be working as maybe a marketing manager for a record label because of how I went totally invested in music at that point. So I was like, ah, maybe in two years time, three years time, I should be working as a marketing manager for a record label and stuff like that. But yeah, plans and life had it whereby you are close to what you know to do best, what you do free. So that kind of teach me towards the community here and again, even though I still have this thing for music. What excites you and motivates you about investing in community managers? The community space in Africa is kind of young. So I think it's a few months back, or let's say a few years back, that people get to understand that community management is a role itself, right? It's not just something people just accidentally do right, is a role itself. So you can be able to build a career of it. So what motivates me that I see a lot of persons, developers, designers, doing this community thing without them knowing that they are doing community work. So you kind of see folks who just love getting people together to talk about a particular product. You kind of see folks who love to write technical articles, how to do a guide on various product and try to push that for people to be able to use it and understand and learn from it. So seeing that so many persons are still at that particular angle of things that maybe we're just doing this for doing sake or maybe I just love sharing out my work, but not intentionally building this community, it kind of motivates me to be able to create a lot of education around building sustainable communities and how to create a lot of support for people who build communities in Africa. For anyone listening to this, how could they participate, help, or get involved in the building the communities there? <laughs> That's like a tricky question and a wonderful one. So for that, so if we are to focus more in Africa, right? So mm-hmm. we're able to support people who build communities in Africa. I would definitely tweet towards uh, the education part. 
because uh, it's like kind of a new grant because on the long run, these individuals, these companies, these organizations will benefit from that investment in the investing to community managers for them to learn how to build communities. So I think uh, this is like a good time for people to plug in into educational support for people building and leading communities in Africa. So educational resources and investment into the communities there. Where do you aspire to go from where you are today? I hope that I'll be able to do a lot of work with Community Lead Africa by doing a lot of education and support for community managers. So when I'm done, I look forward to leading the ambassador program, leading the community program in the community-led company. How many countries is that in? So currently now we are in four countries, uh, Nigeria, Ghana, Kenya, and Rwanda, Kigali. Okay. So yeah, so we've got community managers from those countries, part of the community. Is there a like a resource or something that you think, and let let's let's bring it to Nigeria. Is there something that you know about, some resource, uh, some website, some clonable something that people need to know about? One thing right now in African space is most people usually love building product very fast. Usually love having their things being done at ease. So, and no code is kind of one thing that has been popping in Africa this period, right? So, be able to spin up a project and with the crazy things whereby you could be able to design a particular stuff from Figma and move it over to Webflow. That's an amazing thing for designers here in Africa. So, I think one thing I, I want people to know how fast you can be able to convert a Figma design to a Webflow website. How can we move from Figma to Webflow? Is it that hard? How do you actually go from Figma to Webflow? Can you quickly walk me through how you describe it? Okay, so uh, I think basically for me, uh, that means it's like you already have the designs already on on Figma. You just have to be able to create a new Webflow project, define the style guide already. Then for you, you have to be able to, when you want to export that particular Figma asset to Webflow, you have to be able to arrange the particular frame and components. So so you, you get the design finished in Figma, then you go to Webflow and you start a, a blank project. You build out the style guide, get your typography ready, yeah, and then exactly. start building your layouts. Exactly. So from there on, you now move to exporting your assets from Figma. So basically from your icons to your image to all the assets. How do you handle like the responsive design for the different breakpoints going from Figma to Webflow? Uh, you have to start moving to use edit, start to use edit from mobile first because I uh, would like to say Africa has a, a deal with mobile first, like 51% of Africans are mostly on their mobile. So yeah. maybe when, when you convert that particular design, but mostly you're converting that design on desktop. I mean, that, that was my experience as well, that phones, smartphones are much more accessible than desktop computers desktop. for most people. Who is someone else in the Webflow community um, either locally or globally, that someone else who inspires you? Colin. Colin, she's, uh, I think she's currently uh, the community leader of the year. Uh, Colleen Brady. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She's, I think she's my favorite community leader in the Webflow community. And also a person that inspired me when to about the building um, the Webflow community. Even apart from the Webflow community itself, she has, mm-hmm. she's also there for you in other um individual stuff you are building, you are doing. I think there was a time, like in intense moments when we were doing um, 
Community Managers Festival in Africa, the first one that was around October last year. It was kind of a tense moment for me, and she just um, slid right into my DM and say, hi, Timothy, a long time, wishes success. It gives me like hope. It's me like, yeah, there's a reason for me to continue doing what I'm doing. So she's one person that definitely inspired me in the Webflow community. Absolutely. Yeah, shout out to Colleen. What is some advice that you want to share with others? So for community leaders, uh, I want to say thank you for the great works you are doing. It's definitely not going unnoticed for creating that support for people and putting people first before you. For me, an advice is every now and then every few months kind of take a step back and reevaluate your personal growth if you are growing as well as your community is growing so for Good community advice. members and people who are part of communities please try to treat community managers and leaders <laughs> very well uh, we are humans uh, we tend to also make mistakes um, reach out to us in a kind and in a respectful and good man and, and just have this good interaction. Plus, we committee managers, we are humans too. So community managers, take care of yourselves <laughs> and l- look at your own growth and take take moments to, to pause and evaluate maybe your kind of own mental health and personal growth. And okay. for community members who uh, attend events or are part of communities, make sure you appreciate your community leaders and managers uh, show them some love and kindness and some grace and yeah, help them out whenever you can. All right, Timothy, we've come to the end of our time here together. If those listening would like to reach out and connect with you, how can they do that? Oh, definitely, definitely connect me on Twitter. So you can check my username, Timothy underscore OVA. So it's spelled O-V-I-E. If you chat me on Twitter, mostly that's best way to connect with me. I'm like mostly on Twitter most times. This was an Overflow episode with Timothy O.V., produced by the Webflow community team with music by Joseph McDade. I've been your host, Matthew Munger. Thanks for listening.